project charter as well project initiation document project plan some some layman language people can use that uh, they are saying the example given in the slides is good uh, remember i showed you one slide which has a page half of the page template so normally uh, in the slide what you have you can have a page basically like just heading and you know like this but i think in your slide is basically slightly tabular like you know let's say scope and then whatever is the scope stakeholders whatever is the, so basically you know just the borders i mean it's in the table form uh, your page like you know um, so again you know i don't think the formatting matters much is what's in it what matters more but again if they're suggesting on budget guys a lot of you people obviously have concerns sometimes you know what should be the budget what the standard guideline is uh, we don't care much about what number you put but obviously it has to be reasonable it should not be 10000 pounds or it should not be 100 million yeah this project is not 10000 pound project this project is not even 1 million project or 100 million project yeah. uh, unless you come up with something Uh, so make sensible assumptions, and whatever assumptions you make on budget in appendix, you can say budget assumptions one, two, three, four. Okay. So when you put up, let's say you put on 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 pit document, uh, for instance, uh, let's say if you put budget here, uh, you know, let's say. Five hundred thousand, half million. Let's say, okay. I'm not saying you should have a half million budget, but whatever you think. Yeah, yeah. No, all you can say here is a note detail details available in appendix one, for instance. You know, some note. So at at the end of the pit, you can have appendix one, which will say this is based on. inflation will remain stable pricing will be supply of uh, you know products will not be you know uh, will be available which will not drive high prices or whatever whatever assumptions you are making no exchange rate differences all are locally sourced whatever or basically you can say uh, this budget is based on pre agreed prices with the suppliers so basically if we have agreed there is no chance of price changing yeah so one assumption is basically taking all the element of doubts out okay so if that was your assumption is that this pricing is based on pre agreed uh, prices which are valid for next 6 months obviously our project is less than 6 months in future so if this is our key assumption that the prices are valid for 6 months that's good enough so we don't have to worry about you know pricing going up or pricing coming down or whatever is happening but again this is my view i'm not right or, or wrong is you who has to decide so obviously guys again in assumption you will have the number of rooms in mind if there are 10 rooms Don't put two hundred chairs in one room. 
Yeah, what I'm saying is hardly 50 chairs in the room. You know, so your budget, budgeting should be based on 50 chairs per room. And if it's 10 rooms, then what, 500 chairs you need? Yeah? So, I mean, you know, so just be reasonable, you know, in your budgeting uh, and your, you know, your, your plans in that sense. Um, any upgrade of projectors, these sort of things, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that these projectors don't cost more than 10,000 pounds. No matter how fantastic projector you go for, unless you go for like a cinema commercials projector, yeah. So these projectors should be something three, four thousand harking. I, I don't know, but I think it should not be more than that. But so yeah, so yeah. So what I'm saying is, if you are planning, I think for I mean every every classroom have this one of these, and you have ten classrooms. If, if you think it is 10,000 each, then you are looking at 100,000 budget, just for this equipment itself. Remember, equipment is only equipment. You have you have fitting costs, you have all those sort of things as well. So again, your assumptions, you know, your budget, if that's what we are thinking at replacing, upgrading, and you are thinking from the 10 rooms point of view, and if 100,000 is just for projectors, I will not be surprised if your total project budget is 600,000 plus or something like that. Because this is just one thing. Remember you have IT labs, even if it is 100 computers, per computer 1,000 each, which is not possible, it costs you more sometimes because the equipment is branded, not like I go on eBay and get it. So, so let's say 100 computers, 1,000 each, again, 100,000. So 100,000 for your projectors, 100,000 for your lab, then you have printers, copy machines, whatsoever, you know. So just imagine that when you do this budgeting, you might end up where near to million or 800,000 or 700,000, all depend on your assumption of the number of rooms. If you start with number of rooms are four, then your budget would be half. Simple as that. So again, guys, whatever your assumptions are, clearly state. The refurbishment project is about 10 rooms refurbishment, one main IT lab refurbishment, this, this, this. So clearly define it, scope of your project in your print document. What refurbishment actually means in this situation. Uh, You know the computer has to fit every room. No, no, uh, IT lab is fine, but what I'm saying is in one room for, for the lecturers, normally you have one computer. If you are thinking, because I think if I have your assignment in front of me, uh, what they are saying is, guys, a full refurbishment. When somebody says full refurbishment, I assume basically they need everything to be updated. Yeah, if otherwise they will say it's a refurbishment project. The word they have used is full refurbishment of its teaching room. So teaching room, this is auditorium, you know, in seminar, the teaching rooms. So in teaching room, what we have? Carpets, walls, ceiling, one desktop, one projector, yeah? Or flip boards, white boards, you know? So basically, again, you know, it's your assumption what you get out of it. Yeah. 
maybe aircon we can leave it because the whole building is centrally heated or cooled so maybe maybe this is might be out of our scope because i think the ac plant of this building it might be too near itself you know so a whole big ac air conditioning plant so yeah what i'm saying is again these are your key scopes and key assumptions again somebody was asking me in some this group or some other group i mean this means uh, obviously this is part of both groups but uh, like do we need to change the wirings and stuff like that and piping again guys depend on your assumption if you think that the building pipes and wires are 20 years life and they still have 10 years life remaining then you might keep them out because remember those key changes will cost you more time rather than money because you know you have to rewire the building you have to repipe the building and stuff like that so again you know it's you who set the scope on based on assumptions um risk you know the only concern i have is the word count you know in all the charts and everything you put yes. mine's going to 43 at the moment it's yes. touching that yes but the charts and nothing like that it's I'm not going to get penalized am I for the yeah uh, what happened is last week we we sent you two emails yes one of that email uh, both emails coming from Javesh sending it to all campuses uh um, please check those emails in that email he has break up the word count yes. by by task the good advantage we have is uh, if you see on your project plan which is gantt chart and work breakdown structure your uh, that they are clearly mentioning here all diagrams should be embedded in your report as images yes. so gantt chart will not have any word, word count yes. because you what you will do you will take a picture yes take it on the uh, control c take it on the uh, uh, let me show you so let's say this is your gantt chart okay yeah all you are doing is basically our print screen okay. yeah so you copy this then you go to let's say paint i say paste yeah, yeah. so if there were 600 words on that yes in this picture now zero words okay now what you do you will crop it as a picture cut zero word yeah 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 no word count whatsoever so you have saved your thousand words yeah so you can, from 4000 you suddenly become yeah 2500 yeah same you will do with the gantt chart you will do with the word count your references and your appendixes yes will be out of your word count yeah, yeah? so if you think like you can take 2 300 words in appendixes like assumptions and stuff throw them in in appendix rather than keeping in them so so it's just like you know we understand like this can go long but the only way you can stick to the guidelines is by doing that um okay uh so on the time scales again guys same simple common sense like obviously you guys are intelligent you can use your own uh, thought processes uh 
the, the time they have given you is from Easter to summer time. Yeah, the project brief is saying that Easter to summer. Yeah, Easter to summer time. Uh, but obviously, no one is stopping you to recognize that advanced planning can be done without any disruption. Yeah. So, which means preparation, purchasing, procurement, quotation, these sort of things can happen actually before Easter even. January, March, basically you are shortlisting the suppliers, you are doing that. So in your in your Gantt chart, maybe your Gantt chart is starting from January, February, maybe, yeah? But your actual hardcore, you know, activities, all those fitters, all your, you know, things that keep would be in the low season, which is your uh, break time, summertime, or um, um, one question, one assumption could be. Do we actually need these sort of rooms? You understand what I mean? Not all your rooms are theater style. Your, your room are pretty much like, you know, pick the chair, take the table here, and they're adjustable sort of thing, you know? So, so it gives you flexibility. It probably costs you less, maybe. No fitting costs too much, because if we have to set all rooms in a theater style, then it will have some different budgeting some different time scales because you have to, you know, custom made furniture. If you are if you are basically just ordering two hundred chairs, twenty tables and these sort of things, all you need is just put them in the room. So your your implementation time would be less. You know, you just unpack the product, put it in the room rather than fitting and you know, in a curved situation or things like that. Um, and then guys, remember one of the key objective is uh, customer satisfaction, which is student satisfaction. Obviously, in one of your guidelines on your Moodle, it is saying that you can get some hints and help from National Student Satisfaction Survey. NSS survey normally they call it, I think. Uh, yeah, so again, you are student, you probably understand far more better than me what makes you feel connected or happy or you know what makes you come here, if what changes we can do which could add value to your student life. Yeah. But no one is stopping you to go and Google like what top 10 student I mean, preferences are in university campuses. And you will get a list of 20 things which based on student feedback, what student wants to look or have on a particular campus, yeah? Based on that, all your work breakdown should be, because ultimately students are one of the key stakeholders, so your whole planning should be around them, yeah? If they don't care, it is Hitachi or it is Sony or it is whatever or it's Chinese or it's American, then that's fine. Yeah. If they care more about you know 
blinds should be working, not working, some room without the blinds, then basically having a HD um, in projector does not add any value if you don't have proper blinds. Because no matter how strong HD quality it is, if the light is coming, then ultimately, so you know, again, you know, just think from what what can make you feel comfortable, have more and richer, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, learning uh, environment. Um, <coughs> just as a hint on national student satisfaction, a lot of students have given preference towards classroom infrastructure. So if that's the case, it means when you plan classroom infrastructure, it means it chairs, comfort, comfort level of the chairs. I mean, I'm an old guy, you know, if, I, if I'm sitting on a chair like this, I'm going to start aching, you know, after, and you have two hours, uh, you know, of sitting time. So, I mean, you know, you know, go for some comfortable chairs, you know. Uh, so, again, whatever you feel like. It's not going to cost you from your pocket, so you can just yeah, do something better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, but don't go with, you no, know, no, with, like a with, with alligator skin, diamond switch, alli alligator skin <laughs> chairs, you know, and stuff like that, you know, costing 20,000 pounds each. You know, I, I, I'm sure it is illegal now. Well, sort of, a, not illegal, unethical now, animal skin uh, But again, you know, people can go that way. Guys. Customer satisfaction is customer satisfaction. Uh, one of the movie clip I was thinking, you know, that it was the arm trader, you know, the people who trade arms. You know, he said, you you deal in arms. He said, no, don't say me I'm a smuggler. I trade in arms. You know, so, so he said, don't say me I'm a. So he said, he said, okay. So one one of the guy, you know, who was buying illegal weapons from this guy, he asked me, can you bring me Rambo gun, you know, the gun, because, you know, he was giving him modern guns, but he wanted he the Rambo gun. <laughs> and you know what he, this guy said? He said, uh, which one? Rambo one? Rambo two, two. <laughs> so he said, don't tell me, you know. So what I'm saying is, you know, some people go in that detail, you know. Like he said, okay, Rambo, no problem. But which Rambo? Just tell me which Rambo you want, you know, I'll give you that gun. So, so again, you know, it depends how much you are customer centric Both boosters, yeah. yeah yeah whatever like, uh, you know so it's again you know how detailed you want to go uh, again risk could be availability of the key staff yeah if the project manager himself or herself become unavailable for two, three weeks, maybe, maybe high risk, yeah. Uh, so if, 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 if a furniture delay is with one day or two days, you can say maybe less risk because it is within our tolerance. Again, you will set your tolerance in terms of time, quality, and cost in the paid document. Like 5% here and there, no problem. 2% here and there, no problem. So if your time is falling under 2%, uh, two days, five days plus minus, 
then that's not a problem. Uh, so then it might not be a risk in, in fact. So please come up with some quality risk rather than just you know the risk which can be easily avoided under setting the right tolerance level. You know. So so again you have to balance between your tolerance setting and your risk setting. Um, security uh, contractor uh, continuity business continuity. Half of the time when we are driving, you know, we see half complete houses, six months, not a single brick being moved. What happens? Contractor run away with the money, or you don't give the money to contractor, or contractor didn't got his visa issue, uh, you know, renewed, and UKBA sent that guy back. You know, something went wrong, you know, or they just busted, you know, they just bankrupted, you know. So that is a risk, you know, if one of your key contractors goes out. So now how you will cover those risks, maybe you have a performance bond, bank guarantees, you know, just to make sure that, you know, we have some sort of a backup. Um, so, and is, some. Is a high risk? Yeah, I mean, because high is not necessary that you don't find a, another, another one. The problem is you might not find it within the time frame. The time frame. So the, the risk is coming from the time uh, restriction rather than availability of contractors. And obviously, the new contractors, especially if they know you are on the weak side, then they will ask they will more. So, so cost element will be again. To be honest, it's very hard to find another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halfway done production. Yes, sir. No one wants to jump into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they will, they will think that there is some, there are some something is not right. Something wrong. Yes, yes, yes. And it's a small community, you know. People <coughs> contractors also talk to each another. Yeah, they have a good So, so they will find out why the other guy left it. Uh, because these guys are not paying in time or whatever, but hopefully in our case we will be paying in time. So that's no problem. Yeah. So, so any guys failure, IT failure, fire, leakages, plumbing issues. You know when you are drilling, you just bust the pipe, and the whole room is flooded. Now for five days, let the floor rise. Then only you can put the carpet. You know any any that sort of. Uh, could be one of the risks again um, and then obviously how you can mitigate and how you can have a contingency around that remember risk register I think Javesh's email have the same register which I showed you that the double column you know three uh, post uh, risk scenario um, and guys in your risk register please make sure you read the guideline. I can. I. You know. Sometimes you might find it boring, but I. You know. I try to reinforce, reinforce that in your risk register, they have clearly given you two. Uh, you know, sort of uh, demands. One is that it has to be pre-post mitigation. You know, like this is the risk, and plus they have asked you about point point score scoring and you know grading of the risk like five or high low medium you know that sort of thing so when you use this column is like what is the probability of happening like chances of happening impact high medium low and then this risk based on this is classified as five Three, two in terms of weightage. So they are they are also expecting you to put a weightage to your risks. So please keep that in mind again when you do that. I'm sure the template you have shows that. 
media. Uh, again, operational risk, financial risk, any sort of things, budget issues and stuff like that. Again, a lot of risk would be coming from what sort of assumptions you are trying to make. Um, Gantt chart, task scheduling, showing where things can be done in parallel, if any things can go, uh, you know, parallel. Uh, thinking of a installation of monitor and installation of CPU or a printer can go parallel because actually it's the same team who will fix the hardware, no matter it is a PC or it's a printer, you know, or a scanner. So maybe installation of computers, installation of projectors can go hand in hand. If that's the case, then those two activities will be either starting at the same time or have a parallel overlap or whatever. So, uh, so that sort of thing. Um, any sensible de dependencies, like this has to finish before this time. This has to be completed by this time unless this, this thing, otherwise these activities would be uh, affected. So those sort of dependencies you have to show. Uh, again, in your Gantt chart, I'm telling you that your planning phase, basically you have Easter to summer to do, yeah? To, to do the project. But no one is stopping you to have a planning phase between let's say Jan to March or just March itself or two weeks in January, whatever, you know? Uh, so if, if you have to have a planning before that, no one is stopping you. So your actual activities will start from here. Your work breakdown structure have activity from there, activities would be here. The planning bit would be uh, pre-Easter. Pre if that's, that's you think like that, no one is stopping you to do that. Um, Guys, you also have to choose milestone, the key milestone. Like, after this activity, this is a milestone, you know? Or somewhere here, we will hit that key deliverable. Now, what are the key deliverables? You have to think about it. Like, key deliverable would be test run of PCs in the lab. Key deliverables, the test run, successful test run of all 100 compute machines. If they are fine softwares, no corruption, no, you know, booting issues and this and that, power issues. So if that's a key milestone, that's a key milestone, you know? So whatever milestone you think, like after that few activities, this will be the first success, second success, third success, basically moving step by step towards your uh, ultimate goal. Thing if you have a sensible work breakdown structure, a logical flow of tasks, like logical, they make sense, like they are in the right sequence. Dependencies are mentioned. Key milestones are mentioned. And the critical path, you know, like what's the minimum it will take from start to finish, what the maximum time it can take. If all these things are done, they are saying it is 70% plus marks for Gantt chart requirement, okay? So what they are saying is, if you have done 
critical parts, if you have done work based structure, if you have done critical outputs, if you have mentioned these things, it means no one, I mean everyone should get 70 plus, yeah, in that segment. What it means is like if you miss out one or two, obviously then you will be penalized for missing out on those one or two, three key things. Uh, so, so the only reason why they, basically we are telling you to have a work breakdown structure and what we are doing is we are also breaking down the assignment into work breakdown structure. Your assignment is a work project, refurbishment project and we have broken it down in four key deliverables. And within those four key deliverables, we are further breaking work breakdown structure into critical path, dependencies, sequence, this, this, this. So it's all helping you to basically achieve the ultimate assignment, okay? Uh, and then a short report to your sponsor, which is director of business school, okay? Uh, Because it is a report, guys, you will be directly addressing the addressee. So you will be saying, you should be aware of these key quality risk issues. You should be doing this thing. We, you, you understand what I mean? Because it's a, it's a one-to-one -one report. So basically, you will be hyped. You will be saying, uh, I would like to make you aware on these, these, these things. So basically, you are telling that director of business school, basically you are addressing him or her directly in that report. It is not like generic report, you know, please be informed, whoever, who, whoever, whom it may concern, that sort of terminology, no, it's a direct report from one person as a project manager to the project director. So, are you saying we can use I? Yeah, I, I would suggest, I should, I I should strongly suggest, okay. or I would like to, uh, clarify it to you so you are directly talking yeah so you know basically I mean the need to manage risk is this uh, and I think in your assignment it is about quality risk management quality risk yeah. management plans mm -hmm. yeah. and potential impact of projects uh, on, on projects uh, Then all they need is 500 words explaining what structure approach to risk management really is and why it is important, even though it will add some cost. So basically what you are trying to explain to the sponsor that having a structured way of managing risk will help us to avoid quality issue, this issue, that issue, whatever. And we understand that the cost, there will be slight cost attached to managing time resource, but which, again, assumption, you will say, but which is already added into our project budget, full stop. So you are saying, yeah, there is a cost associated to add-on of quality uh, checks and this and that, risk management check, but that cost is already built already. into the plan, full stop. Yeah, you don't need to say 575 pounds will be used to do this, you don't go in that detail. Just say it's done, it's done. Um, in your short report, guys, a lot of your references will come. 
because whatever structure approach you will be suggesting whatever action you will be suggesting would be coming from some sort of a literature okay so obviously in gantt chart how much references you can have hardly any one or maybe two hardly because the whole gantt chart is your own mind so you can't reference yourself it's you who deciding what activity has to be going there for for the risk mat risk matrix the maximum reference would come from where you have taken this template yeah the remaining everything is your own words so what else you can refer yeah stakeholder analysis which you are doing in pit might have some references because you know how you manage high <coughs> risk a high impact stakeholders if you want to read about something like that for instance uh, one of the document on the web was uh, they bring him towards here so those sort of things stakeholders in this case students teaching staff qa staff this qa is not this qa this is quality assurance staff support staff academic board program board <coughs> employers you name it yeah and what sort of a benefit simpler learning outcome fewer assessment we don't need really have less resets you know whatever are the benefit of these things you can come up and this document again you can google and find out if you want to uh, i don't know if there is a reference or not but if you type stakeholder analysis and management uh, pdf document should come up what i'm trying to say is the good thing is everything is broken up remember i i mean i just to tell you i teach in some classes where people all people have told that pick your topic and write an academic essay of 4000 word just imagine their situation though they are in msc program but still they are lost because first thing is first panic attack is the topic i pick would be right or wrong and then what is academic essay is there any structure what you want in that you know so so what i'm saying is at least you guys have very step by step pattern guys this needs to be done oh basically you have a checklist guys four key tasks first task is pit in pit they have clearly mentioned you use a certain formal pit template which have cost this that that yeah in your pid uh, explanation they have also asked you about stakeholder analysis so they have clearly asked you that pid document should also have something stakeholder analysis yeah so which means if you take this if you take this no one can fail you yeah if you cover these two things here i uh, second is gantt or gantt yes. yes yeah okay second is a gantt chart they have broken up it into four five things work breakdown structure uh, dependencies critical paths key uh, key um uh, key milestone yeah thank you 
key milestones and maybe one whatever you know is there yeah mitigations or so what i'm saying is guys all you need to do is take these five things if you take this let's say if you miss one what will happen rather than 100% 80% coverage out of 80% at least you will get 60% marks out of that 80% still not bad yeah I'm not saying I mean you might all, all are 90% guys. I'm not saying, but if you ask me if I miss something critical and still get 60%, I'm happy. So I might not be. I mean you might have different perception. Um, what is the other risk? Risk, risk register, guys. Clearly, they expect you to have 10 quality risk. You know. Well thought risk. Yeah, yeah. You know, like well thought risk. You know, yeah. I mean, don't go with you know that. What, what that? You know, a very horrible ad actually. Uh, I think it's money supermarket. You know where the guys in high heel, high heels, and start dancing and you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so, so don't expect that your builders will come in high heels <laughs> with shorts and they start dancing and they sing. So you know. Don't take that as a risk, you know. It has to be a genuine quality risk. So, so the quality, 10 key quality risk identified. What is the mitigation? What you can do about it? What are the contingencies? Impact, uh, probability of happening and impact. High, medium, low, yeah? And the third, uh, the last thing is uh, the grading the grade, the scoring or grading, okay? So if you use the same template, you will see all these columns in front of you, you can't miss any. You have a column saying mitigation, you have a column saying risk, you have a column saying contingency, you have a column saying probability impact, you have a column saying scoring. So how you can miss this? Just fill it up. Just fill it up, yeah? So if that's done, that's covered. Okay, so there, and what I'm saying is there's a logical split in front of you. All you need to do is start doing one by one. Okay, the last thing is report. I think report section is broken up into key areas. One is your quality risk management. Why it is important? So you have to convince. And the second bit is why why prince two or why not so whatever you know your methodology would be again when you are pitching this thing they have clearly told you to mention merits and demerits of going for it and not going for it okay and one of the things which is pretty obvious that as a sponsor that guy might need to understand that this is what you understand and this is what I understand. But what about the project director operation? Is he or she also on the same page? Okay, so you can put in two, three lines like, you know, we have a uh, couple of meetings and we have agreed on the same methodology and it's looking pretty, you know, uh, agreed upon way forward. So whatever your, I mean, sentence structuring is, I, I'm not trying to, you know, put, 
dependence the work breakdown structure dependencies critical part critical part is that no matter what happens the maximum time the project takes either we go this way either we go this way or either we go this way it is going to take 35 days so this is the critical part you know the minimum time the the maximum uh, time a project can take is 35 regardless of if we switch this activity up here or this down here still we are going to take that time so that is normally uh, uh, i think it's if you have done first pert uh, uh, so i can show you that again do we have classes again after this yes yes, yes. yes. Half, half of us half of us No. One week. Nineteen and twenty. Yeah, yeah. So before the submission, week. Okay. two weeks. No, no, one week. Of course, you know, rotates two weeks. Two weeks. I mean, I mean, what's happening with rotation? Yeah, but only two days. Two weeks. Yeah. But you know, they finish. Two weeks, you know, one, one week or two days, and then the next week again. Uni. After holidays, not two weeks. And what's up, you guys? I sent you on two WhatsApp. Two weeks. I sent you two on WhatsApp yesterday. So what we have here? Logical flow of tasks. Like the task would be logical. Logical flow of tasks. Logical flow of tasks. Dependencies. Any dependencies they have. Like this has to start. Or this has to end before this thing starts. You know, if that's the dependency, that's the dependency, and uh, and a critical part. So yeah. And then in your report, guys. This is your heaviest reference document, guys. Okay. Heaviest means like say you. Have 10 references for the whole assignment, maybe five, six coming from this section. All we need, guys, is a persuasive argument, one way or another. Either we are using please to why we are using, why we are not using. Just you have to be convincing, and the convincing thing comes from not like brother. We are the same. Please trust me. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. This is not convincing. You know, we all are from one God. Come, come on, let's do it. No, convincing means solid argument. Construction industry use this successfully. Eighty percent of the refurbishment project in United Kingdom has used this methodology. Stack says this. It is more manageable in our circumstances. If we pick agile or if we pick Prince two, we need extra two weeks of training our people. Our people are assumption is our people are already trained on Prince two, so it is more convenient to get on get along with an existing skill set. You know, whatever your convincing arguments are, that's what it is. Again, your report is talking about uh, a lot about well-structured way of managing the project. Okay, and obviously, Prince Two is a very structured methodology, or Agile is also slightly semi-structured. But what I'm saying is, your focus in your report would be having structured, having proper protocol, set 
guidelines, sex for everything professionally handled. Okay? So so that's that's what your uh Two days. Yeah. One week, two days. On your on your case study document, it says an explanation of importance of quality risk management plans. So what you need to do is talk about quality risk management plans. Importance about it. And this is because you are concerned that the university will try and do everything too fast and cheaply. They have clearly given you a hint why you are trying to uh, make the sponsor, your addressee, aware of the fact that people have a tendency or our organizational culture have a tendency that we like doing things in rush and cheaply. So what you are trying to say based on our previous experiences in QA or whatever projects we have undertaken, we have slight tendency of, you know, more time and cost conscious than quality conscious. But because of our stakeholder analysis, because of our dependencies, because of the reputational risk or whatsoever, it is absolute critical that we should not, um, uh, what do you call, um, we should not, or we should we should not um, underestimate the element of proper quality management plan, okay? So they have clearly mentioned you uh, that no compromise whatsoever on quality, okay? And quality includes even the satisfaction, ultimate satisfaction coming out of uh, your end user. Then the B, the second bit is, the head of IT says that they have some negative past experience of Prince 2, okay? So, so you must provide an analysis and critique. So analysis and critique of potential relevance of Prince 2 as a methodology. So first you say the features of Prince 2 and then critique means any negative points, positive points, this sort of thing. Uh, including strengths and weaknesses, and a recommendation, then you will recommend as to whether or not use Prince 2. So, even if you are not choosing Prince 2, you have to speak about Prince 2. Because the decision, your decision of not using Prince 2 or using Prince 2 has to be driving from the merits and demerits of this methodology in given circumstances. Uh, you should use at least two real comprehensively example, uh, referenced examples. So clearly guys they have told you that even this at least two proper solid references has to come from the second part of your fourth thing. Okay? So now if you miss the referencing on Prince 2 you know, and then you expect what you normally get 100% marks, then it will be slightly challenging. So, <laughs> it is suggested that you use a triple constraint time cost quality as a basis of discussion. So all this 
always relate whatever you are saying will impact cost, will impact time, this will impact quality. You know, what is the impact of this or having this or not having this is. Um, yeah, guys, what I'm saying is obviously it looks a lot. But break it down, guys. Even if we are living or we are a turtle speed individual, guys, if somebody can follow <coughs> me and they say they cannot finish pit in one week, I can't say much. Even if you haven't started your assignment today and you are a slow runner, it's a four week assignment, guys. One week each. By the way, one week, just to explain, has seven days. <laughs> yeah. None of you have more than seven kids or seven wives or husbands. And none of you have any second less than 24 hours. Seven jobs. Yeah? Seven jobs. Seven jobs, yes. Somebody is doing seven jobs. Again, you know, you can, you have to be smart. You have to be convincing. You know, I have, I have a job of a husband. I have a job of a father. I have a job at QA. I have my religious job to pray five times. And I have a job to my neighbor when he goes, I smile at his wife. And, you know, you can come up with 20 jobs. You know what I'm saying is like, but realistically, guys, you don't have more than seven jobs. We didn't that in that Sorry? case, we do know the last one that you did. No, no, no. <laughs> in that case, in this case, we need to... No, no, this is a religious duty to smile at your neighbor. Regardless of gender. Yeah, in this case, we need to marry the place, not the place. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. So, what I'm trying to say, guys, please, please make sure that this is sorted. Yeah? If you think it is, it is a three-month job, then uh, maybe we should have started it before. But what I'm saying is, paid document is two pages. Templates are being given, shown to you, explained to you. Okay, it's all about your mind, whatever comes in, type, type, type. Sorry? I'm, I'm not claiming anything, yeah? Maybe, but, but I'm sort of a guy who keep it till the end and maybe finish it, but again, you know, those are stress times. You know, then you don't have to even hear your own breathing, you know, like your breathing, you don't even have to hear that. No disturbance in your life whatsoever, you know. Um, so, sorry? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in paradise there are more distractions than, than in real life. No, no, in terms of life. Yeah. 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 Ye